Today's scripture comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not, dis- it, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices within the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. This month of February, February, we've been taking a look at love. It's a month that has Valentine's Day. It's a month that we celebrate love and we talk about love. It's a good idea for us to have a, a good understanding of what that is and what does that mean. We know that, that love is a very powerful thing. We know love is something that has a great and deep impact in our lives. We know that love is something that impacts other people. The way that we live our lives, when we base it on love, we know that there's amazing things that can happen. We know that there's ways that we can choose to live our life that, that can bring positive things, that if we focus on love and let love be the foundation of things, we know that amazing things can happen. So I think it's important for us to have a, a good foundation of understanding of what love is. And we see love throughout the Bible. We know that love is a very, a very intricate part of our faith and part of what it means to, to be a child of God, for what it means to be someone who follows Jesus. Love is just a very, a very, a very big part of that. Even throughout the scriptures, the, the, the word love is used over 500 times. Depending on translation, it's used over 500 times. So it's something that's present. It's always there. It's always, the Bible's always talking about love. It's always talking about God's love for us and our love for God and, and how we express that love to each other. So we've been kind of looking at this chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, which is the chapter that we typically think of as the love chapter. It talks about love. The chapter ends by saying that these three remain, faith, hope, and love. And then it says, love is the greatest. The greatest of these is love. And it's, it's kind of always has kind of boggled my mind that we think of faith as being this big thing that's a part of who we are as children of God. But the Bible there says, these three remain, faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. It all starts with love. It all starts with God's love for us. It all starts with, with how we're able to live out our lives together in the, in the, the basis of this idea of love. We don't really understand it completely. We, we can never really define it well. We know it's a feeling. We know that it's bigger than that. We know that there is something just amazing going on. So this chapter can give us a little bit of an understanding of how that looks, how that looks in life, how that looks in, in how we live out our lives daily, how we live out our lives connected to God. It, it shows us the kind of love that God gives to us so that we can be able to live out that life as we live amongst each other and just go from day to day. As those, those four verses, chapter, verses four through seven, there's all these actions that love does. There's all these verbs going on. And you can really break down that, that section, verses four through seven, into three, three categories where, where, where Paul here is describing love in three different ways. And the first is, love is. Love is this, love is that. There's, there's a couple of words that come after love is. And as we talk, love is, the, the word is, it's, it's reality. When you say something is, it's, it's describing a current reality. And so our reality is based on love, that, that, that love is patient, love is kind. And we know that, that, that God is love. And when we live in love, we live in God, and, and God lives in us. So it's this reality that God has established in our lives where we know that just, just who we are and what we do and where we are and how we live life, it's the reality that God has given to us. And that's based in love. Love is patient, love is kind. And we talked about how, how God has shown that patience to us over the years and how, how God shows kindness to us over the millennia. 
and how we can begin to start to do that in our lives as we interact with the people in our lives and as we begin to, as, to take steps as people of faith, how can we be patient? How can we create our own reality with the relationships that we have based on love? The next section is love does not. So love is this and this, and then love does not. So these are kind of ways of looking at how love works and what love does. And it's kind of odd that, that it's, Paul spends some time talking about what love does not do. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it just seems kind of weird. There's only two words there for love is, but there's several there for what love does not do. And we talked about how sometimes when we use words to describe things, we use the best words that we can, but we're always limited by our vocabulary. There's sometimes never enough words to truly describe what we're trying to describe, especially if we're trying to talk about God. You know, where we're trying to describe who God is and what God does, our, our vocabulary is very limited. We don't really have the ability to, to use the right kind of words that really give an impression of, of what God is, who God is, what God does. It, it, it just, our, our words fail us. So sometimes it's better to just say what God is not. We know definitely God is not evil. God is not bad. God doesn't do bad things to us. And so when we, when we use those kind of negative words, those does not words, it, it frees up the positive words. It opens it up to all these amazing things of how we can understand who God is. As we looked at those does not do's, does not do's, it's kind of a, a description of, of valuing other, pers- other people. If we, if we do not do the things that it says love does not do, we're showing respect to other people. We're showing that we value other people because that's what God does with us. God shows value to us. God doesn't do anything that hurts us. God doesn't do anything that, that pulls us back. God doesn't do anything that, that, that trips us up. God is always finding ways to be positive and to lift us up. That's what love is. It's this positive force in our lives that moves us forward. And so the last category is love always. I think always is a word that we sometimes struggle with. Always is a word that is a very strong word. When you really think about it, it's, the word always is a very strong word. The, the definition of always is at all times and in all situations. Something always happens, that means it always happens. I think we overuse the word. I think we often use that word in just kind of normal everyday life where we're describing certain things. There, there are certain things in life that always happen. The sun will always rise in the east. The sun will always set in the west. We know that wintertime, it will always be cold. There's different varying degrees of that, but we know wintertime is always going to be cold. Summer is always going to be warm. That's just kind of how things work. But when it comes to our lives, very rarely can we say that something always happens. We say it, we say the word, but when we actually check the data, it's not always the case. It doesn't always happen that way. We may say, they always get my order wrong at this restaurant. Every time I order this, they always get it wrong. This team, every time they get a lead, they always lose. It's just, it just, it just what happens. They get this lead, and then they lose. It always happens. <clears throat> my computer, it always crashes. Every time I sit down to do this, it always crashes. We say those things, but when you actually check the data, that's not always the case. See what I did there? It's not always the case. It's not always the case because the computer doesn't always crash. Sometimes the server may get the order actually right. Sometimes these things are, work against the way that we perceive it. We could probably say, my computer often crashes, or this restaurant often gets my order wrong, but it's usually not always. Always is this, this really strong, all situations, all times, this is what always happens. The Bible is telling us here that love always protects. 
Love always trusts. Love always hopes. Love always endures, perseveres. Those are strong things too, right? That, 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 that protecting us and taking care of us, <clears throat> trusting, trusting who we are, trusting what we do, hoping for the future, enduring the things that we live in this life, pers- persevering through the tough things. Love always does that. So when we can hear that word from the Bible, that they specifically choose the word always, there's something powerful about that, that love is always going to be there. In our, in our human existence, we don't fully grasp the idea of always because we have just our own imagination of what that is and how that looks. But this says that love will always be there. Love will always be doing these things. Love will always be guiding us. Love will always be helping us as we move forward in life. Now, the, the, the NIV uses the word always, but different translations change it up a little bit. There's, there's other translations that instead of saying always, it says all things. Love bears all things. Love trusts all things. Love, maybe it's not trust. Love, love bears all things. Love endures all things. All those, it, but it changes it to all things. And I think that's an interesting kind of look. I think it's always good to kind of read one translation a certain passage in one translation, and maybe just kind of grab another one. Like if you're going to read the NIV, maybe grab the NRSV or English Bible or something else, just to see the differences there. And there's something powerful about that difference. One is using always, kind of a time-based thing. It's always there. And it is, the other one is all things. So I want to kind of just walk through those all things a little bit and help us to get a good understanding of what this always means what all things means. How, how is this a, a, something that impacts us? How is this something that, that helps us understand God and, and how we live our life? How is this describing this, this time frame of always and in all things? It's just, it's, sometimes it's just bigger than our brain can handle. But I think if there's, if there's a way for us to just focus on this a little bit, which is I think what this chapter is trying to do, to help us to truly get to that place where we understand a little bit about how love works and what God is doing in the midst of our lives through this idea of love. First is, love bears all things. The word for bear, B-E-A-R, not the the animal, but the word for bear comes from the word for roof, where it's a covering. You know, you think of the roof above us right now. It protects us from the elements. If it were to rain right now, we wouldn't get wet because there's this covering on top of us that protects us. It's interesting that that they chose this word to be a word that talks about what love always does that bears all things. When we look at another person's life, when we have a relationship with someone else, there's always going to be stuff that we see there that we don't like. There's always going to be ugly things that, that, that we have. We all have ugly things in life. We all have those negative thoughts. We all have those negative actions, those things that we do that hurt people, those things that we do that hurt ourselves. We, we always kind of have those, those ugly things. When it says here that love bears all things, it's covering that up. That when we're, we're in a relationship that's based on love, when we're trying to live out our life based on the foundation of love, that love covers up that ugliness and realizes that there's more to that person than that one thing. Yes, we can all find ugly in everybody. We can all find faults in every one of us. We all have faults. We all have things that, that we do that are wrong. Love is saying that when we have a relationship that's based on love, we don't lift that up. That's not something that's a priority for us because we know that we all have it. We all have those bad things. We want to focus on good things. We want to defend the character of a person. We, we want to know that there's more to that person. There's more to us than just those bad things. And love is something that leads us in that direction. 
Love like a roof covers up those things. So it's not something that we lift up and say, hey, look what this person did. Hey, look at how bad this person is. Love keeps it down. Love keeps it kind of under, under wraps so that we don't just broadcast that to the whole world. It's seeing the best. And that's kind of leads into the next one where love believes all things. It's not saying that just because someone says something that we have to believe it. I mean, love believes all things. I can say, I believe the sky is purple or the sky is green, or the sky is yellow, or the sky, I can pick any color that I want. Just because I say that that's happening doesn't mean that we all believe that. It's not, this isn't saying that we believe all things that are said. It's more of a believing in someone, that we believe that love leads us to a place where we believe in that person. We have such a connection to them that we believe in their, their heart of hearts, that they're doing their best. We believe that they can accomplish great things. We believe that, that they can do more than other people say they can. Other people may be finding those things that, that love covers up and lifting them up because they, they're not operating out of love. But we're saying because of love, we believe in this person. We believe that we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. If something comes up in a situation and, and they're saying one thing and someone else is saying something else, when love believes in something, it's saying that we believe in them, that we give them the benefit of the doubt. Think of your life and how many times you've been in a situation where you wanted to convince somebody of somebody, where you, or something, you knew something was going on, you knew something to be true, and you're trying to explain it, and they weren't believing you. It's, that's a tough spot to be in. What, what else can I say? What else can I do? How can I help you get this? We just want something to give us the benefit of the doubt, that I'm not trying to be harmful here. I'm not trying to hurt anything. I'm trying to just be positive. I'm trying to do good things. Love says that we believe in that person, that we give them the benefit of the doubt, that we find those good things, those positive things, and lift those up. Yes, we all have ugly. Yes, we all have faults. Yes, we have all those things, but we're not going to deal with those. We're going to deal with the positive ones. We're going to deal with the things that, that bring good things to this world. We're going to focus on what makes you special. We're going to focus on how that affects me and how that makes my life better. That's love believing in all things. All the time, always happening, God does that for us. God knows that there's something within us that's good. There's something within us that, that can bring change to this world. There's something in us that can impact the world as we know it. And God focuses on that. And he, ca- he calls us to focus on that in other people as well. The next all thing is hope. We know that life feels bleak sometimes. We know that sometimes it feels like the outcome is going to be bad, no matter what. We're, we feel empty. We feel like, like hope is just gone. We feel like we have nothing left in the tank. There's nothing else for us to do. We can't, go, we take, can't take any other steps forward. Just that, that hope is gone. But when we base our life on love, love hopes all things. That no matter what the situation is right now, no matter how bad it seems, no matter how overwhelmed we are, we know that it's going to have a good outcome because we know we are loved by God because God's love is being made known in our lives. No matter how bleak things are, we know that somewhere out there, it's going to be better. Somewhere out there, it's going to be better than we could even imagine because that's the hope that Jesus brings. That's the hope that that Jesus assures us of. That in Jesus, we have this amazing future. In Jesus, we have this amazing hope that all things will come together for good, that all things will be amazing at some point. Maybe not right now, but we know that we have this hope for what could be. And the last one is that love will endure. And the word here for endure, when used in Greek society in a secular kind of a way, when it's not being used in a, in a religious faith kind of a way, it's basically a military term that means hold the line. 
Like if, if, if you're in the military and you're engaged in some kind of battle and you're fighting the guys that are over there and they're, they're starting to win and they're pushing in on you, someone may give the command to hold this line at all costs. No matter what they do, no matter how big the force is, no matter what's happening, no matter how bad it's going to get, the main primary objective is to hold this line till the last, the last ounce of energy, the last bullet in the box, I don't like to use a lot of war terminology, but that's how they use the word, that the last absolute option, you hold this line. We know in life there's things that happen that are bad. We know in life there are things that happen that hurt us. There are things that happen that are just, we just feel overwhelmed by them. Because of love, we know that we can get through that. We can hold that line. We can stay in that spot because we know that there is a brighter future, because we know that there's that hope. We know that there's always that thing that God's doing for us for something coming down the road. It's holding the line, knowing that, that yes, there's ba- something bad happening right now, but it's not always going to be like this. It's not always going to be this bad. We know that we can keep moving forward. We can keep seeing the beauty that is God. So a couple of ways for us to live this out. I think if, if you look at this, there's a theme here. It's about seeing the best right? It's about seeing the best in other people. It's about believing the best in other people. It's about understanding that no matter what the situation is, something better is going to happen. So a couple of quick things that we can do to be able to live this out in our lives each and every day. How can we see the best? How can we be the best in who we are and what we do? First thing to just practice gratitude, to just make a list every day of just a few things that you're grateful for. That helps us to see things that are good to see the things that we're, we're thankful for. I'm, I'm thankful for a job. I'm thankful for a bed to sleep in. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for this church. Whatever. There's always things for us to be thankful for and to put ourselves into a place where we're used to doing that, used to saying thank you. Two steps forward. Anytime you see something negative, anytime someone else says something negative or you have a negative thought, pause and find two th- other things that are positive. This is a, just a simple practice that can keep us focused on the best to keep us focused on moving forward. Yes, negative things are going to happen, but if we counter those negative things with two positive things, it's, it, can, it can change things. It can change how we see things. It can change how we understand things. It can change how we live by focusing on positive. Just having a positive posture is something that, that can help. I, I tend to slouch. I, I kind of slump my shoulders and I kind of hang down. It ends up, I have back problems sometimes because of that. People always say, if you stand up straight, kind of puff out your chest and lift up your chin. It just feels, there's something about that that just feels good. You feel confident. You feel energetic. You feel positive about things. Sometimes it's a way to trick our brain into seeing positive things around us. If we can trick our brain into just kind of having this positive posture, this physical thing, it's as simple as just doing this. We can trick our brain into seeing things that are positive and finding ways to be the best at who we are and what we do. Smiling. Just smile, you know? If, if, one thing that's guaranteed with a smile, if you smile to someone else, they're going to smile back. You just, we just can't help it. It's part of our nature. If you're, if you're just walking down a street and a total stranger is walking the other way, they kind of look at you, make eye contact, smile and nod. We do the same back. It just, it just, it's contagious and it's, it's immediately uplifting. It's immediately filled with a positive energy, a positive vibe, a positive kind of moment where we have a connection with someone and it just feels good. And that can be something that we can not only do and receive, but we can share that with someone else. Ditch the crabs. I read an article once where if you're out catching crabs on a boat and you put the crabs into a bucket, anytime there's more than two crabs in a bucket, anytime one crab tries to, to, to crawl out of the bucket, the other crabs will always pull it back in. 
It's something that always happens, I guess, according to what the experts say, that other crabs will always pull that one that's trying to break free back into the bucket. The idea of this is to surround ourselves with positive people. There's always going to be negative people around us that try to pull us back, that try to pull us down. If we surround ourselves with people who think positively and see positive situations, that can help us be the best and to see the best around us. And one last thing, to just simply be kind. Find a way to come out of your comfort zone every day. Find a way to do something kind for someone else. Love always works. Love is always at work in our lives. Love is always pushing us to be better. Love is always bringing us together. Love is always making a difference in this world. When we allow love to work, amazing things happen because we see things in a whole different kind of a way. Allow God's love to make a difference in your life. Allow God's love to show you the positive that's all around you. Allow God's love to be that current reality. Allow God's love to show you how beautiful He is. And allow God's love to be something that always works for you. And allow that love to always work through you as we make a difference together in this world. As we bring God's love into this world. As we share that with everyone that we see. Amen.